94.5. You are tuned to KFM 94.5. Now, I don't know if you know this, but on the 31st of May, it is World Bed Wetting Day. And I don't know if you know this, one in six children between the ages of five and ten are bedwetters. Now, I know I had a family member who struggled with this, and it was really tough for my aunt, especially having to go through this, because all he wanted to do, he would want to go and do sleepovers, etc., with his friends. And unfortunately, he just couldn't, and he was always very concerned about this problem. When is it something that you need to be worried about? Well, I have now called in Dr. Michael Mull to share more on this and shed more light. Dr. Michael Mull, thank you so much for your time this morning. Good morning, Tracy. So good to be on the show with you again. So World Bedwetting Day, if they've created a day around this, clearly this is a much bigger problem than we think. Well, it is. I mean, you had a family member who battled with bedwetting. I was a bedwetter, Tracy. So I grew up in an area where my parents didn't know much about bedwetting and was actually punished for that. And that's why I'm so behind World Bedwetting Day, because the idea behind it is to raise awareness around bedwetting and its impact on kids. And the biggest message, the biggest lesson I want everyone to learn is that it's never your child child's fault. Bedwetting is involuntary. It's unintentional. So you can't punish your kid for that. I'm so pleased that you are mentioning that. But how can we work around it? Are there ways to try and make it better for the child? Because I know it's already a great concern to the kids too. Tracy, you are so right. You mentioned sleepovers and, you know, just concerned about what would happen. So the psychological impact of bedwetting on some kids is significant. In fact, they have studies to show that there are incidences of or a higher risk of depression in kids who wet their beds. And kids who wet their beds tend to have a lower self-confidence or self-image because of the situation. So as a parent, your responsibility or your role here is to support your child through the season of bedwetting with as little impact, psychological impact, as possible. Now, how can we kind of combat this? Where do the parents start? So two approaches. There's a conservative approach and then there's a proactive approach. And I often say to parents, take your kid. Let your kid be the focus because if it doesn't bother your child, then stick with conservative. If it does bother your child and they don't want to go to sleepovers and they're not wanting to have friends over and they're just withdrawing, then you take a proactive approach. So conservatively, Tracy, the thing to do there is kind of a no-brainer stuff. So limit fluid before bedtime. So around two hours before your child goes to sleep, very little fluid. What you don't want to do is you don't want to lift your child. Lifting is essentially when you put your child to sleep and then when you go to bed two or three hours later, you wake them, take them to the loo and you know, get them to enter bed later. That doesn't work. In fact, it prolongs the season of bedwetting, so don't do that. If you want to be proactive, then there are two options. One is bedwetting alarms, little monitors in your child's underwear that triggers a response when they start you know, getting moist and wakes a child so they can get used to waking up when their bladder is full. The other option is medication, something called desmopressin, which is hormone equivalent of what your body should be producing at that age. And that really just gets your kid's kidneys to produce less urine at night and works pretty much instantly, but it's not a cure. It's just to literally provide assistance for your child through that season on bedwetting. I love that. Dr. Michael Moll chatting to us about bedwetting. Thank you so much for sharing all these vital tips and just things that we need to look out for. Absolute pleasure, Tracy. And if you, any parents want any information, drynights.coza is a great website to go to. You can ask me a question if you like. Don't flood my inbox, but happy to answer any questions you might have. Thanks, Tracy, for <laughs> turning this spot.